morning, and welcome to the Smoking Syndicate Roundtable number nine, Adventura La La Rona, being reviewed by the entire panel tonight, the Cigar Coop Coalition coming at you. We've got Mr. William Cooper, Mr. Aaron Nielsen, Mr. Ben Lee, and I am Bear Duplicity, not your host as always, but I'm here to have a lot of fun and smoke a fantastic cigar with some of my friends tonight and share with you my thoughts, my opinions, and if I hurt your feelings... We honestly don't care, but we're going to smoke a great cigar anyway, hopefully tonight, and give you guys our thoughts, opinions, and ratings at the very end. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? Absolutely fantastic. Can't wait to get into this cigar. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I got to tell him in the green room, I have not smoked this yet, so um, I've had it. I know we were going to plan on doing the round table, so... Um, I plan on going into this one cold tonight, which is going to be interesting. Because a lot of times I've gone into these and I've smoked them. So this one I have not. Good evening, gentlemen. Dialed as always this evening. So excited to be with you as always. I feel like it's been forever, but excited to get into this adventure cigar. I think, Coop, um, I don't want to be the spoiler, but I hope you like it. If not, then, well, tough bananas. But uh, excited to be on the tough show with bananas. you guys again tonight. Bananas aren't tough, man. <laughs> well, whatever. You know what I meant. I, I was like going to say something. No, I, I like was, the expression. I was, trying to be, I, was, I was trying to be politically correct, Bear. I didn't want to, you know, get us kicked off of YouTube or anything. Tough yeah. bananas. <laughs> yeah, and and was it, we're going to get into this cigar. I mean, there's a great backstory with this cigar from a production standpoint as well as from the theme. I mean, I just, it was a really cool story with this going on. So stuff, I, uh you mentioned going cold. I'm, I mean, I'm not going cold. I've smoked it before, but uh, I pulled an Aaron Nielsen here. Bought the box. Yeah, that a boy. So that means it's in contention. Guys, if you're following Bears list, it's at some point going to be in contention for a cigar of the year, whether it's this year or next year. Yeah, I got a box as well. And it's a really cool box that you could probably watch the hologram. Yeah. Yeah. See how it changes? It's It's really cool. It's really cool. And this so, is a limited cigar, by the way. It's, it was only limited to certain retailers that are kind of what I've been towards elite retailers. So, correct. So, and, calling you out on your calling you out, Coop, makes it not eligible for my list. But thanks. Right, that, I thought it was Nick. Well, oh, is it because you're considering it unlimited? You're considering it's only, it, if it's only available in a certain is if, if it's if it's not limited quantity. Then we can have that. We can have that conversation. I can have that conversation. From what I understand, it's limited quantity, um, and it may be very limited now. Obviously, with what's going on at the Tobacco or William Ventura, which is unfortunate. So this may, you know, it may be one of those things they have to restart it again. Well, so I I did some research on it. it says it's regular production, but what that oh. means I I don't know. But it's it's classified as regular production. Now it could be limited to the uh, retailers that are going to be able to carry it. But according to what I read, it's a regular production cigar. Okay. Well, then it 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 uh, is potentially eligible. It's not going to be eligible for this year, so I'll tell you that much. But it, uh, yeah, it'd be potentially eligible for uh, my list next year. I I, I just dig it. Uh, I dig the box. Uh, I think it's really cool design. So all these things that we've kind of mentioned already in the introduction here. Um, are actually going to play a part in my questions that Aaron loves so much when we do these. I do. I do. So, um, Ben, if it's all right with you, I'm going to go into this, uh, the specs for the cigar and we can uh, start diving in. What do you think? Sounds good. Please go ahead. All right. So uh, the La, La Rona is an 
Elite Exclusive, as it is uh, displayed on the box for 2022, uh, which tells me that maybe they'll be uh, dating these a little bit if, they, uh, if they're if they able to bring them back. Uh, manufactured at uh, Tabacular William Ventura, as, uh, as Coop mentioned, which is in the Dominican Republic. It is a Robusto size, what they're calling a Robusto, 52 by 5. Naming Council can uh, call that out, but it's a 52 by 5 inch. Um, the wrapper is Ecuadorian, binder is from the Dominican, and there is two, uh, at least two tobaccos in the filler, both uh, one Dominican and one Nicaraguan undisclosed. So we don't know if it's Piloto or we don't know if it's Jalapa, which will be kind of fun as we explore it and smoke it. Um, and uh, the MSRP on this is $16.50, uh, and they come in boxes of 10, uh, and it was released uh, just after the trade show uh, this past year, so in uh, August of 2022. Yeah, there's a there's a really interesting story where this cigar originated from. And I don't know if everyone knows the backstory of this. So, Aventura actually produced this cigar. Um, it's actually this blend was produced at another factory. The factory was actually Casa Favilli. And they were producing a blend called La Bucanera. And they were selling La Bucanera only in Europe. Um, and it, the difference was, I don't want to say the blend was exactly the same, but there was similar DNA, but it was a little more focused on the Nicaraguan side of the tobacco. So they, they eventually, you know, Aventura Cigars decided they were going to pull everything into the Dominican Republic. And they basically decided they wanted to recreate the La Bucanera brand, uh, but focus more on the Dominican tobacco. So they basically have discontinued La Bucanera, which was only sold in Europe, by the way. And then they decided to make this for the U.S. Uh, in limited quantities. Now, Bear, you may know a little more about this part than I do. But from what I understand, uh, La Garona is um, it comes from Latin folklore. And it's some sort of a vengeful ghost that roams the seas, mourning dead loved ones. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. Please, please, be, you're just completely reader Reader Digest destroyed that story, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> was I wrong, or what did I do? <laughs> no, I mean you got bits and pieces. Um, it's it, it. Yes, you're right. It, it is. It is a popular tale in uh, in Latin America. Uh, it, it actually the original one uh, original story actually originates from Mexico, which is actually very okay. uh, very interesting. Um, but yes, so it, it's uh, it, it it's a you know it it is from folklore and everything. So it comes from early colonial texts and everything uh, as far as the story, but La Llorona tells the story about a woman who uh, actually catches a, uh, her, uh, her husband in, uh, you know, in an affair. And she is so distraught with grief uh, that uh, and, and anger that she, she drowns her children. And, uh, and immediately is so overcome with guilt, she drowns herself. And as the legend goes, if you go near open, uh, near dangerous waters, this can be the ocean, uh, this could be rivers, but if you go near dangerous waters, you can actually hear uh, La Rarona uh, weeping and crying and calling out for her children. Um, so it's, it's told for various reasons. Uh, uh, it, we're actually gonna get, we'll get into this later, but uh, but uh, my grandma, uh, my grandmother told me this story uh, when I was a child uh, wow. several times. So, um, she put a little bit more of a rated PG thirteen spin on it I would say, <laughs> uh, to make it uh, a little bit more playful. Um, 
but I mean, still told me the story regardless yeah. and, and stuff. But so, I mean, it, it, when they released this, this, I mean, this was very nostalgic for me. Uh, and I mean, I think they just did an incredible job um, with the hologram because I mean, I mean, we didn't have a storybook of La Verona. So like, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's like spot on what my mind had, but it's pretty close, which is pretty incredible. So, uh, so if I remember right, if I remember right there, I mean, so when we, we were with Henderson at the show, I mean, they were really proud of this box. And if I thought when we were there, again, sometimes I don't remember what I did yesterday, but when you opened the box at the show, I thought it, it made some noise or something like that at some point. Now, mine didn't that's, make any noise. That's their it, other limited cigar. That was their other release. Uh, that was, um, yeah, that was, what was the name of that thing? Ba Barbara. Yeah. Barbara yeah. Rosa. Yeah, Babarosa. Babarosa. Babarosa, yeah. Well, I remember him showing us the hologram, and so I, go, I must have mixed the two up when we were at yeah, the show. They, but I remember they, him being how proud they were of, of the, the packaging of, of the cigar. Yeah, so, and from what I understand, and we're going to get into this too, this packaging is really cool. Like I, the band, it's actually, it doesn't look like it, but there's actually two bands on this cigar. Um, So there is a... There's the primary band, which is the 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 skull of the day. The, the well, I should say the primary band. What happens is when you rip off this primary band, it will reveal the cap kind of comes off. If that makes sense. So there's this this picture is kind of on two bands, is what happens. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty like, cool. It was, yeah. Yeah. We'll show it when we really get well to the, with the back here to the cigar because it yeah. is really cool. Yeah, really well detailed. Yeah, um, Barba Roja, by the way, is the other cigar mm. for people who are interested in the correct pronunciation. We we did. Uh, I said Barba Roja. Yeah. Oh, I, I I heard Barbacoa, which is you know. I not, think we got it wrong not. the first time. I think we, we okay. corrected it. <laughs> Barbacoa is meat. Dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why I was like, that's that's not right. Uh, anyway, but, uh, here's, let's show the. I'm gonna show the inside of the box here. So. Yeah. It's really, it's really cool. So when you open it up, it's got a ten count box. Comes with the Bavita pack, which I always like. I love that. And this is the the bottom here. Really cool. I I love this box, Ben. It, it almost it it's kind of got the stain with a little bit of rusticated finish on it, where it almost looks like a sea chest or something. Mm -hmm. Which I yeah. think it's really cool. You know. They did a great job with the packaging of, of both their releases this year at the trade show. They they uh they really upped the game on on both of those things. All right. Do we anything else we want to talk about before we start getting the cigar? Um, you know, just to look at this cigar, it's the one observation I have with this. Uh it is a robusto. Um, it's got that Cuban flat cap, if you notice on here. Mm -hmm. It's like a pronoun. It's, it's you know, it's definitely that Cuban flat flathead cap, which I actually really like when it's on a robusto. To me, it just in, on the robusto size, it's it's got enough, it's got enough um, thickness to it, uh, and it's just it's because it's a little shorter. I just think it it really makes the cigar look nice. So that was really what I wanted to say about that. Um. You know, I, but I think it's a very nice wrapper they have on this cigar too. This, this is a uh, like you said, it's Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper. So, um, the other thing I just mentioned is this is not a cheap cigar either, guys. Uh, it's sixteen dollars a cigar. Well, so it's interesting. I didn't know when we were going to bring this up, but this this teeters on 
for Robusto at sixteen dollars. This this you know per drones are always um, my my kind of barometer of of what I spend and what I think is a, a value or it kind of gets into the the pricey category. For a box of these, for roughly let's say one hundred and sixty bucks, um, that's getting into the realm of you know do I how frequently do I smoke the cigar? Is it more on the you know it's not on the get it uh, set it and forget it type it's definitely higher priced yeah i said 1650 earlier sorry okay but i mean it may it may have been 1650 at your retailer um or you know it's possible that it's but it's in that price range yeah yeah it's but it's a limited edition so you kind of expect it to be pricier than normal Right. So, yeah. And you know what I'll say is, look, I've always been, um, you know, I'm going on this crusade about these crappy limited editions. And I'm uh, and not only crappy, but I've been really disappointed with some of the effort that companies have put into limited editions. It's they put no effort. What I got to say is Aventura on both their, their, their LEs this year that they released put a lot of effort into this. You could see it with the packaging. You could when we talked to them at the trade show, they were very proud of these blends. It was not something that they had i don't get anything they had lying around the factory or anything like that so i really got a good impression uh for this release from them i felt it was something that they really were excited about and something they're looking to build on for them when we say limited we're not saying one and done we're saying a limited production so i want to make that in mind because that's there's a little there's confusion with that sometimes right yeah let's take a look at the wrapper here yeah you can see with my glare but uh it's like a really light brown wrapper. Like I, it's a little bit lighter than I was kind of expecting to be when we first got it. But uh, it's to my mine is not very oily. Like it's it's yeah, almost a little bit like a dryness to it. I mean, um, to me, it's like no sheen or nothing for mine. I got a There's slight here. sheen on mine. Um, oh yeah, I got a slight sheen more towards the cap. I see it. Yeah, hundred percent. I was just about to say that. Yeah, I was like, "There's a little bit more on the cap," and there definitely is a very light toothiness, a very light toothiness on the wrapper, yeah. and a light amount of modeling is on this wrapper too. Yeah, same but, it's all, but it's very subtle. It's very subtle. Some, I don't know how yours is, but there's some sick veins on the back. Yeah, which I got. Vein. I I got the same. I got the Bravo same to one. the Bravo to the roller man because the front of the cigar looks. You know like, what? Or, or not not just the no, not the roller, excuse me. Whoever placed the label. Right, label on it. Yeah. Bravo, yeah. Bravo. Yeah, because well I got a pronounced one going right down. It's a little hard to see, but I'm like my when my finger's going, I'm I'm following it. You can see right up at the top. You know what? Let's go ahead and let's just do the band now. I'll go ahead and pull that off. Okay. So anyway, let's look at the band. The the band is freaking badass. I I love the band. Yeah, man. It's got that day of the dead theme on it too. We would yeah. Yeah, you want to take, take a crack of that? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> crack at <of> what? <laughs> Say, saying the holiday? Oh. Day of the yeah, Dead. Day of the Muertos? Day of the Dead, yes. Dios de los Muertos. <laughs> oh, that was close. Yeah. That's pretty good and for Coop. So let's, what's kind of cool, too, is it almost has that Dominican flag look to it as well. On there, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I, cool. I actually think I was probably deliberate what they did with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, like, I'm gonna go ahead. Let's. I'm gonna pull this one off. 
this is the 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 top band here, right? And so as you pull it off, it, which is a actually that's the other one. You want to pull the top one off, yeah? Right, exactly. Yeah, I was pulling the wrong one off first. So you pull the top off, and then that's what's underneath it, which is I think really cool. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think it's really neat. I love I love these bands, man. That's, yeah. That that is a cool feature. I I just yeah. think that's so cool. Yeah. And the colors absolutely freaking pop on these bands, man. So yeah. you know they they, they use the white color really good as a as kind of a accenting trim. Um, but the thing is, you know, I was just white bands are like a little tricky. I I think they gotta have a little bit of that um they just can't be paper bands. I mean, so these have these like um what's the word I'm looking for? They have the texture on them. Yeah. Yeah, the matte finish matte finish. Matte yeah. finish. Yeah. The matte finish, which I really like. Um and uh and they're the thick the thick paper bands too. Yeah, the thick well, paper bands. And yeah. the skull is the skull and, and some of the accents are actually raised. Like it's yeah. they're it's, it's embossed. Yeah, yeah, it's in it's very it's very ornate. Like yeah. you can yeah. see where like I mean like I mean, we'll find out our, our individual opinions on the cigar itself. And I mean, I mean, taking that out, of, taking that out of the conversation for the time being, like, you know, you can see that they're not they're not asking for this high price point and they're not taking it for granted. Like they they invested some money yeah, in making this like something really special and very ornate. So like they really put they really put some thought into it and they're telling a story with it, which is really kind of cool. I I really I'm I really dig it. Yeah, I do too. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna cut the cap off this cigar. Let's let's check it out. I'm I was really excited to get into this thing. So I, I cut mine as you guys are cutting yours. One of the interesting things that I just say like it is, Aaron. You already finished your first one. <laughs> I'm on my third today, so I'm I'm primed. Um, the it, it's a firm pack, so when I cut it i was a little apprehensive to see what the draw was like right but my draw has been on all of them flawless so it's it's kind of that milkshakey um little bit of resistance which is good because again when you get that firm pack like that I, i'm always hesitant to say all right this thing's going to be really tight and so pleasantly surprised on that yeah i agree like th for me this is my fourth one to smoke and all of them have had that milkshake draw, but this one has a little bit of a loose draw, but it's not, it's not overly loose. Like, I don't think it's going to get hot or nothing like that, but it's a little bit looser than I would say um, the milkshake draw that we talk about, Yeah, but it's still, it's still pretty good, but it does have a little bit. A little more airy. Yeah. It's, it's more airy. Yeah. I, yeah. I, but this packs, it is interesting because you're right. This cigar does have a thick pack to it. Like, so I'm a little surprised. But I'm getting, I'm getting, by the way, just, I actually, my cap, I cut it a little on an angle, but that's how the cap was put on. So I went right on the cap line with that when I cut it. Um, So I didn't want to adjust it or anything, but it should be fine. I'm getting that classic Adventura, pretty light drawer, that I get on a lot of their cigars. That woody, cedary profile. I yeah. get, um, oh, no, go ahead, Aaron. I was going to say I get that too, Coop, but I get also like a uh, cranberry, uh, like a dried, uh, like uh, craisins. You know, do what craisins are? Those, those. Yeah. Uh, it's like a craisin. 
That's what I get. I've got like a lot of cedar and like that natural tobacco. Yeah. Kind of a sweetness to it. I get, I get some sweetness, but I'm not getting the craziness. But I am getting sweetness too. The uh, the aroma off the foot, uh, not very much. There's like really a lacking of pepper and spice. Uh, you know, it's that uh, what we call that that classic barnyard aroma to it, earthy. Mm -hmm. Um, barnyard aromas with hay, etc. So, uh, the the aroma off the tobacco, like actually off the wrapper, uh, is pretty similar. Uh, for me, the dry draw, I'm getting a lot of the seed that you're talking about. Mine's got a pretty loose draw, too. Uh, it's not like overly so, but uh, probably one of the looser dry draws that we've had on the round table. Mm -hmm. Uh, the uh, the I, sweetness I'm getting is very. Uh, I, I, I'm not getting the craisin, uh, Aaron. I think uh, you drew the lucky straw on that one so far, but um, but the sweetness that I'm kind of getting is a little bit more. I mean, it does. I, I think there is some tartness, so I think I'm with you on that. There is some tartness, yeah, definitely. But um, I think it leans more a little bit more toward the citrus than the fruit, like sweetness for me personally. Um, but that's what I'm getting. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna light it up too now. I don't think we've discussed the cold draw enough. Let's see and how and, and just to make sure everybody aware, I'm going with the standard cigar coalition big tank. Oh uh, yeah. Paleo. Yep. Always. There we go. It's so yep. sad. It's the official lighter of the cigar crew coalition. I don't have one. <laughs> I, don't have one. <laughs> I have seven here. <laughs> Going, I'm going with my. Um, I got my Rocky Patel lighter here. Oh, I forgot. Oh, fancy. You got the one that Ben was there when I bought it that day. Yeah. Um, and it's just the one I had with fuel in it. So. Um. I'm uh, going with the. Uh... Bic. <sighs> no. The Bic, the excess. By the way, a, a former nominated accessory <laughs> of the year. Just so you know. <laughs> It's the official lighter of Nicaragua. What are you talking about? It's the official lighter of Nicaragua. No, I'm going with uh, I'm going with the match. Ooh, fancy. There, Old you know, school. you know, I got to say something there. I think that was a really good selection for tonight because this the Aventura. I keep going. They they tend to have a woody profile, so and I almost think like lighting something with a woody profile with a with a with a, with a match kind of cleanly is is a good thing. Well, this one's definitely got a woody profile. Yeah, I mean, Aventura, with the exception of Queen's Pearl, which is a little different um, as far as the cigar, most, and King's Return, those two are, but Aventura, if you're not into the woody profile, you're probably not going to be into their cigars, is what I'll say. But don't let that discourage you, because there's a lot of unique things that their brand brings to the table. It's not just a flat cigar you're going to get. No. But you are going to get a foundation of some woody notes and cedar notes with these. Things. Yeah, it's definitely the core note of all theirs. Except yeah. like you said, the Queen's Pearl and the King's Gold. To me, it's like it's like a whole separate separate thing. Yeah, I mean, it's like crazy different. Yeah. I think well, we're all lit up now. To, so, yeah. so Aaron, what are you getting off the beginning? Of yeah. This so. Right off the bat, to to kind of uh, piggyback off of what we were talking about, it's it's pure wood. I mean, it's a, a strong, strong woody note with some cedar in there. There's a hint. There's no no pepper. 
it's a, I would say medium plus body to start with. Um, good draw. It's very woody, a little bit of cedar. Um, there's some sweetness to mine. It's not like a chocolate bar or anything like that. It'll hint of sweetness, but kind of that woody cedar note is what I'm picking up off the get-go. Will, what about you? What are you getting? Getting the woody and the cedar note, but I am getting a natural tobacco note right over the gate here. And like I said, what I would what I like about it is it's kind of balancing out the other the other flavors pretty well with this. I am getting a little pepper on on the tongue with this, but it may just because yeah. I've been I'm really just I lit this thing up probably the last of you guys, so it may just have to kind of uh, you know combust through this the first few stages here. I'm I'm getting a little bit as well, but uh, Bear, what are you getting on the beginning? I got to be honest, the flavors are really subtle for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there is that uh, I'm getting that little that little hint of pepper that you're talking about. Yeah, um, I'm kind of getting a uh, a little bit of a okay. So don't mistake this for what we normally associate with this term, but I'm getting a little bit of a campfire. Yes, flavor component to it. Yeah, so it's it's not not a burn camp, but a burn campfire. That's a yeah. big difference. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, a little bit of breadiness, um, and you know, that's kind of, but it's very delicate. Like it's not like at this point in the at this point in the smoking experience, it's not like bam, like here's some flavors. Like, I wouldn't say uh, this is a pretty, you know, I wouldn't say this is a full flavored cigar at the moment. They're very delicate flavors, which is surprising when you think about the components that make up the cigar. Are you getting any black pepper at all? Any pepper? It's on the mouthfeel. So, like, yeah. you get a little bit on the, the touch on the retro. And then it's kind of like uh, on the on the on the sides of the mouth and the tongue. They're just yep. kind of link. They kind of, it's like almost like link. Uh, the, I compare the sensation to when like, uh, to like pop rocks. That's mm. not what I'm tasting, but like that, that, you know, those, those crackles. Yeah. Like that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm feeling is like crackles of pepper just kind of dancing yeah. all around the sides of the, like the mouth and the tongue and stuff. I, I am getting some pepper on the, on the retro. It's not a heavy pepper by any means. It's not sharp, but I'm getting it. The draw is yeah. fucking fucking awesome. Yeah, if if there were any oh, the pre light draw being open, the draw is spot on with this. Yeah, thousand percent. Damn. Yeah. So Damn. that's what happened with my cigar. So when I lit it up, I was hoping this would happen because this has happened before. It's other ones that it kind of initially has like a looser draw, right? Like not not too bad, but just a little little loose. And I've, as I light the cigar and start smoking it, it almost like it just it fills up. So, you know, like it now that my draw is like the, a perfect milkshake draw. You know, so we went from that little bit little bit too loose to like perfect as this is this is heated up. The cigar is heated up. But I'm getting I'm getting this kind of the same flavors you are getting too. Like I get the cedarness, but. I'm kind of with bear too. It's, it's more than just your ordinary cedar. It's almost like kind of like, like you said, like a campfire. It's like the smell in the air of a campfire more than anything. The, the more that it's not just, it's not the char. It's almost like the smell of burning wood or something. 
it's it's got a got a smokiness about it besides obviously it burning and producing smoke but like that smoky campfire kind of tinge to it but I, yeah but not fire cured in fact no, no, I no, just no, no, no. Fire, in fact it's funny i just reviewed something with fire cured yesterday the um the terra nova which is by uh the, the being distributed united but i am totally getting it. yeah but i totally get so, what you guys are saying about um this this campfire note yeah and, and I, I get the I get the black pepper, and it's like Bear says to me. It's I'm not tasting so much uh, as it's like I get it on the on the back sides of my tongue. Like you get that sensation mm. of like when you're eating it's like fresh cracked black pepper on something you're eating. Yeah, that's what to me it's it, the first thing that popped in my head was like freshly yeah. cracked black pepper. Yeah, peppercorns. The pepper. And it's really good. It's yeah. something else that I'm getting too that I, I was kind of wondering if either of y'all got this. It was first it came out. It, it does have a hint of sweetness as well. I get a little bit of sweetness right now. It's kind of undefined. Like I can't pinpoint like a particular flavor or nothing to it. Just like a natural tobacco sweetness now. That's yeah. Kind that's of kind of what I have it as. Yep. Yeah, it's forming into something, but I think we'll figure it out what it is. Maybe at the end of yeah. the first third. But I'm getting hints of like a roasted peanut every now and then on mine too, like a nuttiness, a subtle nuttiness. But it's like Bear says, there, it's it's kind of really a subtle, nuanced kind of flavors that are coming through, except the cedar. Like the cedar is like the backbone; it's like a strong backbone, and the other other notes are kind of just playing around with that. <clears throat> if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, it's an interesting start so far. You know, let me add on to that because lately I've been, it just seems like I've been hitting a lot of these cigars and what happens is they get very, what I call cedar forward, where just like the cedar just overwhelms every other flavor and it just like kills the cigar flavor in my opinion, right? I did too much cedar, I think is not good for a cigar. Um, And that's just my personal feeling, but I don't get the sense this cigar is going to go in that direction. A lot of times I'll smoke something, I I can see it going in that direction. I don't get the sense it's going to happen with this cigar at all i think cedar will be in there as a complimentary note uh and i'm hoping i'm right throughout the whole smoking experience yeah that's kind of the way i see it too like the the cedar is not i don't want it to come off as like i'm saying as an overpowering yeah cedar woodiness it's not it's just it just seems to be the focal note right now you yeah. know and and other other the, all the other notes are are like a complement to that cedar note yeah that's kind of the way i want to describe it there's a nice little sweetness that's just coming at the tip of my tongue with this right now, but it's not that sugary sweet that makes. Does that make sense? Yeah, this, that's how. This, that's it, why I define it as like basically the natural sweet tobacco yeah, flavor. Yeah, but I could tell it's 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 like coming out to where we'll it be we'll have it more defined later on in the cigar. Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's develop it's a developing note. And I didn't mention the retro hill. For me, the retro hill is 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 basically cedar with a hint of black pepper. Yep, that's exactly what I'm getting on the, on the retro as well. So that's the uh, beginning of the cigar. So unless y'all have anything else to add, we'll we'll pause it here for YouTube, and we'll come back at the end of the first turn to let you know how it is. See everybody in a second. And welcome back again to the Smoking Syndicate Roundtable number nine, Scarco Coalition here, all together, all four of us, smoking the La La Rona Robusto from Adventura. 
um, a uh, elite exclusive for elite retailers um, of the Adventura line. Um, it's, and uh, we're down through the first third of the cigar. And so we're going to go ahead and give some of our impressions. Uh, let's go ahead and kick things off with you, uh, Aaron. What, uh, what what kind of experience are you having right now through the first uh, through the first third? Yep. So the, the woodiness continues, um, that woody cedar. Um, I, I To me, the cigars, there's a it, it, it kind of a drying of the mouth. Like there's a, it, it, it dries the palate a little bit um, for me. I do have, um, after about uh, five minutes going into it, the pepper started getting that tingle that you guys were talking about. Now on the retro, no pepper. I don't, there's no, it, there's not aged tobacco, but there's um, some smoothness to it, if you will. There's a lot of subtleties to this cigar too. Like, I think it's one of those cigars that, you know, based on price point, you should definitely pay attention to, but it's also one of those cigars that there's enough nuances to it that I think you should pay attention because it's not one of those that's in your face that you can pick up all the, the flavors, like other than the, the cedar woodiness. I also get a hint of uh, some coffee, like a, a coffee bean yep. um, to it as well. So uh, the draw continues to be perfect. Uh, same with the burn. I did just ash it. So it's, it's, I didn't hold the long ash. I could have probably for this segment. Um, I've got it at a medium, maybe medium plus. I mean, it's, it's, it's not full, but it's on the, the, the fuller side. Um, and so that's what I've got so far. How about you, Ben? Yeah, I still got my ash here. Let's just look at how great that's holding on. And look at that perfect burn line, man. It's like razor thin. That's a that is a perfectly aged wrapper leaf right there. I'm gonna go ahead and like I showed, I'm gonna knock this off because it's gonna be in my lap in a minute. I I do get that core, that cedar core. To me, it's just it's just there. It's it's really there. The sweetness is kind of ramped up. To, but to me, it's still nondescript kind of a sweetness, a, like a generic sweetness to it. Now, I'm getting that coffee note that Aaron was talking about. And like a coffee, the coffee bean is kind of a really good way to describe that. Because I get that that slight coffee flavor with a little hint of that coffee bitterness in there as well. Which, when it plays with that sweetness, is really cool. I still get a little bit of the black pepper. But it's not as much as it was in the beginning for me. It's kind of scaled back a little bit. And for me, the retro hell will stay the same. It's still, I still get like a lot of cedar, but I still get a little bit of black pepper on the retro hell as well. And I, I still get that, like what I call that, that nuttiness, that roasted peanut kind of flavor. It's, it's kind of got more subdued. I get a hint of a nuttiness, but it's, it's kind of dialed back some. Um, but overall, this has been really good so far. Construction is perfect. Burn is perfect. Tons of smoke. And I, I, I agree with Aaron. To me, it's kind of like a medium plus cigar so far. It's going really good. Coop, what about you? So I want to just point out my ash for a second. Now, this is not something I would ding a cigar on by any means. But if you look at my ash, I'm getting like flowering on it. Now I'm kind of inclined to think this is it's it, it's just it's just happening because the, the underlying foundation is thick, but I did I did get some flowering on this thing, uh, which I thought was I don't know what caused it in this case. I it, I'm just gonna put it off as a one off. It's not something I would ding a score on really with this, um, but it is a little it is a little bit of a nuisance you get. 
Um, Cedarwood Primary uh, Foundation, the coffee bean, Ben, the nondescript, what I'm putting into the bucket of natural tobacco. Yeah, I still can't. It's There's something more with this natural tobacco. Like I could taste the tobacco taste, but there's some sweetness that's just underlying on it. Uh, and I'm still getting the peppercorn notes. Now, the one difference I'm getting from Aaron is there are a couple of points that, and I just flaked my ass here. Um, there are a couple of points where I am getting a little more of a sharper pepper on the retrohale. Uh, not overpowering. I'd say this is in the medium strength, medium bodied range. Draw is perfect, though, on this thing. So, uh, like I said, uh, enjoyable so far. Got me interested. Got me thinking there's more to come with this cigar. And I'm a little behind you guys, but I'm just thinking there's more that, that the story of this cigar is not told yet. So when you on the retro hell with the black peppered, how does does it change for you from the when you first lit the cigar up to now? Yeah, it definitely has. It's gotten a little more pronounced. Uh, it's not a peppercorn on the retro hail. It's more of the classic black pepper. But there's a couple of points where I, I was feeling it in, in the uh, nasal cavity of it. Like, wow, I got some pepper going on here right now. Yeah. Yeah. Bear, how's it for you? Oh, Ben, one more thing before we go. I'm yeah. sorry. Ben, uh, short, I'm getting a short finish on this cigar, too. Oh, I didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Either. I'm That's getting a short finish. You know, and you know how I am about a short finish. I like a short finish, so. I know you guys aren't in the same camp necessarily, but yeah, I'm getting a short finish on this cigar. Yeah, I think we've discussed this to no end, but yeah, you yeah. like a short. I prefer long. I think Bear likes it long too. I do. This is, <laughs> to me, this is, does have a really short finish. Yep. Um, like it's gone it, a couple seconds for me. My palate's like it's just gone. Do you so, guys get the dryness that I was talking about? Yeah, I am. I am definitely getting some of that. Yes. The yeah. coffee bean is it tends to be a drier kind of varietal of that, I guess. And that's what I'm feeling. That's kind of what's getting me the feel of that. Yeah. I'm a little bit further along in the cigar. I, I'm interested to have this conversation about the finish as the cigar progresses. So I don't want to step on the second third here, but uh, uh, no, the first third, the, the short, the, the finish was a little bit more medium. I wouldn't call it short. Uh, I would say a little more medium for me uh, on the first third. Uh, the flavor palette kind of, it, it, it became a lot more, pronounced a lot more distinct flavors came through but this isn't a it, again it's still kind of remained nuanced for me this is not a complex cigar so far to the first third um and i i got a little bit of the i got little subtle things that we've already kind of that you guys have all mentioned uh not really heavy on the coffee for me mostly that woodiness mostly that earthiness the the sweetness for me has again uh is not fruit it's a little bit more tart uh, as we've kind of talked about, uh, I wouldn't say full on crazen, like I wouldn't say like what, uh, what Aaron was saying earlier, but just some kind of like tartness to it. Um, that kind of, kind of makes you smack, smack your lips a little bit. Um, and, um, the, uh, but the, the interesting note that kind of introduced itself towards the end of the first third was just uh, on the back end of the retro was just a little bit of this kind of umami mushroomness uh, that kind of kind of snuck in for me. Yeah, I'm actually starting to taste it. Actually, it's interesting. Yeah, the mushroomish. So that that was my experience with the first third. So. How's the body? So how 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 are we talking about like fullness here? Let's let's talk about body and strength. We talked about construction. My ash fell off. It was actually looking pretty good. It was a little jagged, um, but 
that was kind of user error. I let it with the match. Um, but it, it helped firm until I actually I accidentally bumped it again up against something. So that's that again, user error. Um, but body and strength. Uh Coop, what about you? Like what uh what are you getting on body and strength? Medium and medium, but uh definitely the body's increasing. Um, maybe not so much the strength is increasing yet, but the body is definitely increasing. I I could see this trending up right now. Aaron? Yeah, I was just, I'll echo that. We talked a little bit about that when I, I was talking like the medium plus. I, I have a feeling, I, I've i smoked a few of these and it doesn't come to mind right now. I, it, so it doesn't stick out like this is strength bomb, but I can feel this starting to ramp up. I mean, it's not getting more mild. It's, it's trending the other way. So I got kind of the, the medium to medium plus. I mean, it's just not like a powerhouse strength wise. I'm not, you know, anything like that, but it's definitely not mild. Ben? Yeah, the same with me. Um, I would probably say the body is probably medium plus, strength medium, uh, right down the middle pretty much. So far, so good. Um, I'm still um, – the, the the flavor component, like I, when I first lit the cigar, I got this very impression. It wasn't a very full-flavored cigar. Um, it was very much on the more medium side, a lot more nuanced. As the cigar has kind of progressed for me, the flavor is definitely kicked up, so it has the strength. Uh, so has the body, um, but I would still characterize in the, I'll characterize the strength for the for the first third of more mild to medium and the body a little bit more mild to medium as well. Uh, really? But I can feel it kind of heat, heating up. So I think this is going to be a very progression, progressional cigar, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. What, what, what it's not, where it's not going again, it's not going to that cedar forward profile with me. Um, particularly, you mentioned the mushroom note, which I'm just starting to pick it up right now. So I'm, I'm feeling like there's a lot more. I, I think there is a little more complexity to the cigar bear. Maybe you're getting, at least from my end. I put it at a medium to medium plus level of complexity, but not a low complexity one. But I am feeling a lot of nuances on the tongue as I, as I kind of smoke this. Yeah, so far, I think it's uh, off to a good start in the first third. So we'll go ahead and smoke the second third. We'll be back to let you know how it is. See you then. And we're back. With the Smoking Syndicate Roundtable number nine, Scar Coop Coalition here, represented by myself, Barry Duplissy, in the Alec Bradley Lone Star Studio of Hazel, Texas, Mr. Ben Lee in Black Mountain, North Carolina, at the Tatawai Hayes Studio, uh, the Rock and Vodka Studio in Chicago, Illinois, Mr. Aaron Nielsen, and the Perdomo Studio in Indian Trail, beautiful Indian Trail, North Carolina, Mr. Will Cooper. Uh, we're smoking the La La Rona uh, Robusto from adventura and uh we're finishing up the second third here so we're going to give our thoughts uh and impressions on the second third of this particular cigar so uh i started with aaron before so ben we'll, we'll kick things off with you uh has the how is the cigar built on the foundation of the first third for you it's actually not changed all that much i'm getting the same kind of flavors right but the cedar is still the dominant note for sure I, that, I don't think that's going to change the whole cigar. It's the backbone of this of this cigar. For me, the sweetness dialed back some in the second third, and I'm I'm getting I'm getting on still I'm getting a little bit of that roasted peanut. I, I get a little bit of the of, of a nuttiness as well. The sweetness is there, but to me, it's 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 faded now, and it it almost I'm getting that tartness now that y'all were talking about. 
but I can't really like assign it to a like a flavor or nothing. It's just like a palate feeling, you know, the tart and tartness. Um, it it's I, the coffee bean is I'm getting just a hint of that now. It's not like it was in the first third, but I, I'm getting that more of that bitterness of the coffee bean, if that makes sense. And it's and, and it's like whenever it's not not a bad bitterness like it's kind of a, a nice one because it's it kind of helps balance some of the other flavors in there it's just a hint of that bitterness the retro hell to me is say the same um I, I get black pepper and woodiness on that kind of that on the retro hell so far it's 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 good like all the i mean it sounds simplistic but the i, I actually like the flavors of it so far it, you know so it's to, for me it's still going pretty good Aaron what about you yeah you know what you uh echoed what I was I got this going and kind of coming through the the second third um I still have the earth the little bit of earthiness um the cedar I definitely get the tanginess it's like um like a black coffee tank you know when you don't put cream or you don't put anything in a coffee it kind of gets that tanginess to it, the acidity kind of now I'm going to say this and this is not a negative to it because I do like the cigar. Um, I'm getting like a soapiness, like a, I don't know if it's floral soapiness, it's combination with the, the tang that we were talking about. Um, it's still medium bodied. My draw is still flawless. Um, I agree. It's not, it hasn't changed it from its core of that woodiness, that, that cedar, that black coffee, but I, it, the tanginess, crept in there uh there's still a little bit of that pop rocks pepperish on the tongue but uh it's smoking well and it's still putting off uh, some decent smoke so uh still enjoying it yeah i know what you mean about, i know what you mean about the coffee kind of like that twang to me it reminds me of like african coffee right yeah because african coffee has a high acidity usually in yep. it like ethiopian coffee it's got a good bright kind of floral red berry kind of flavor to right, it. Right, right, right. It has that almost has a twang to it. And like that's a really good description that I totally agree with. It that's what it kind of is. It has like that coffee, that coffee note with the bitterness and that twang of like Ethiopian coffee yep, or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Coop, how about yourself? So look at the smoke production I'm getting off this thing great smoke production and it's not a loose drawer that's what i'm like loving the smoke and the smoke has a nice aroma um i have seen this cigar turn a bit the foundational flavors haven't really changed but the coffee note is definitely now in the forefront uh, i'm getting that coffee note i'm getting more of the woody notes as opposed but the cedar is still there the cedar hasn't diminished. It's that the coffee and the wood got more pronounced. And this cigar is now into that medium plus in terms of body. So I think it's definitely progressing there as well. Um, the sweetness has definitely dialed back in, in this third as well. Um, the pepper hasn't really increased at all during this phase. The finish is getting a little longer. And I'm like I said, I'm about at the halfway point here right now. I'm just going to bring that up. But, but the finish is definitely bare. You would kind of giving me a little preview for that the finish is a medium finish now um again a finish that i like on this so it's not like i feel like it's clean 
Um, but the coffee notes, I'm in, you know, and normally I don't drink like the African coffees at all, but I'm digging the, I'm digging this coffee note. Um, it's, it's, it's really nice. Um, and I'm glad that the cedar didn't, wasn't the part that got more pronounced, but like I said, the cedar stayed constant. It's just the woody and the coffee notes have really ramped up now and they're kind of more dominant in my opinion with this. Uh, the burn is, the burn and combustion is great. The drawer is great on this thing. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of want to echo what you just said too about something that I've, I've noticed too. Is yeah, you're right. The finish on this cigar has gone for me from being very short to kind of, you know, a, a medium, a medium finish, but like not, not that very. They're still not long as what I would like. But something you said that would really resonate with me was how you said that it's it's a clean smoke. Right. Yes. Like it doesn't overwhelm your palate. Like your pa- no. you still feel like your palate is still kind of a clean has a cleanness to it. Like, yep. You know, like you have you smoke some cigars. <clears throat> like for instance, like uh, Alika Pravada, right? You'll taste that damn thing the next morning when you wake up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like no matter how much time <laughs> you brush your teeth, you will. You will. And you know, but like this cigar, and it kind of reminds me almost Davidoffish, right? Because like Davidoff is all they're the core line, right? Core line is clean. That's what I like about it. Like I could smoke a doubt off and smoke something right behind it. And I will, the next cigar, I will have full flavor. There's no remnants of the first one. That's kind of like, this one's kind of has the same way. Like, I feel like my palate is clean after when I'm smoking that. And it's, it's something that I really like that I actually don't give a lot of, you know, credit to some of these cigar manufacturers that, that when they blend these cigars, they they make them like that. That's that's it's kind of impressive. I dig that, you know. And that's something this cigar definitely has that I that I I it didn't really like come into my mind until you mentioned that, Coop. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate that. You know, the other thing I'll mention is um, you know, all of us has been through the Hanky Kellner tasting except for Aaron. So in the Hanky Kellner tasting model, he, he doesn't retrohale, the smoke kind of floats around the tongue. Those coffee notes have the bitters, and you're feeling those bitters at the back of your tongue. That is not a bad thing, by the way. It's a good thing because I'm feeling a little of that sweetness is at the tip of the tongue. I'm feeling the coffees at, at the back and a little of the acidity, uh, you know, from maybe a little bit sour. It's, and it's not sour, but I'm feeling that part as well. And then the Yomani, which is also part of uh, – you get that mushroomy flavor is still there as well. So it is It is really – this is cigar. If you, I mean, look, I always say retrohale. And you'll get more out of it from retrohaling, but this is one you want to play with the smoke on your tongue a bit with this one, because you're gonna really, really get some some nice nuances with it. Actually, I got an exercise for you guys. Go ahead and take a take a puff off the cigar, a nice long puff. Do the retro, and when you're done, it's completely out. Do an inhale with your mouth, come clean air. All right. Oh yeah, tell me oh, what. Yeah. Tell me what you're tasting. I'm getting some pepper. Yeah, I'm getting pepper, and I'm also getting very, very pronounced coffee. Yeah, the coffee too. Like I should say, the, 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 it's it's a much deeper, earthier kind of that that dank earth. Yeah, muddy coffee. This is not that it's, mocha coffee note. This is that coffee. Yeah. It's a coffee. Yeah, it's more. Uh, and if you it's like not americano, co- not espresso. It's black. Coffee, black coffee, yeah, and like you feel it in the back of your tongue too. I don't want to say Folgers because it Folgers is fucking shitty coffee, but you know, just like 
just it's yeah ethiopian like pea berry yeah that's what it reminds yeah, me of you know it, it it's exactly uh i'm really curious when when mctavish reviews this cigar what he's gonna think um because i'm because he's the call he's the coffee guru that i know and i know ben you're a coffee guy as well as well i'm not you know but mctavish i know is just someone lives for this i'm it, it you know what i like about this it just sometimes what I, I kind of my prediction came true it just wasn't all wood I'm getting off this cigar. There's, there's more. Barry, I agree it's not the highest level of complexity, but there's there's nuances on this cigar is what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, even if I wasn't, if I was doing this smoke in an isolated environment, I'm kind of curious if I'll get more from it, though. But, you know, give well, me that's what I'll say. I, I think that that's what I was saying, too, when, when we were going through the review, I was talking about the first third. It's one of those that you have to kind of pay attention to a little bit because if you don't, you might miss a few things. Like some cigars, you can just, you know, just smoke and it, you know, you it, it's kind of straight shooter, if you will, or it, the flavors are right there. This one, it's not nuanced to where like you, the subtlety nuances, but you, you have to kind of pay attention to it. And I think you'll enjoy it more versus just, you know, smoking it like you would yeah. just and a regular cigar, and if that's, you will. And that's the thing too. Like I were talking about those mushroom umami flavors. Yeah. Like I, I'm getting, to me, the umami flavor is almost like a palate feeling, right? Like I'm, I don't taste as much as it, it gives me that same feeling, kind of like like soy sauce does, right? That palate, the, the feeling that you like you're eating with soy sauce or something. Like I don't, I don't, I get a hit of the flavor, but I get it's more of a palate feel. Like it, I yeah. don't, I don't yeah. really, I don't like get mushroom as a note, like, but I get that umami feeling on my palate. Oh, the mushroom's gone for me. Yeah, the mushroom's gone for me. The sweetness is gone. It's very much a coffee for wood for earthy cigar. Like it's 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 uh um yeah, the there what it lacked in complexity before, the flavors are still consistent, but it's it's much more just for me, very just bang, bang, bang of these three major components that are just kind of sitting there. And then the pepper kind of complements it a little bit. So you have a little bit nice, a little bit of a decent contrast. Uh, my 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 palate for more uh, is craving more of a little bit more complexity. Like I wish there was more sweetness to this cigar for me, and maybe it completely changes the experience and makes it poor. I don't know, um, but for me, I I I dig I dig really complex cigars, and like they don't have to be like you know powerhouses of flavor to be like complexity like i appreciate complex nuanced cigars uh like um i think um the sober mesa the original sober mesa is like that it's more medium bodied it's but there's there's so much complexity to it um that i you know i used to, I used to say it was like kind of a roller coaster of flavor because you know there was a very there was a lot going on with that cigar as you kind of traveled the traveled the gamut of it, you know, from start to finish. The first third was in a completely different experience. The second third was a completely different experience. And then like the final third was a completely different experience. Uh, still no crescendo of flavor, which is you know, I we're, we're, if we we're, are we're, to get a crescendo of flavor. I'm yeah. actually wondering that. Here, I mean, yeah, here we are going into the final third. We're you know eagerly anticipating if there's gonna be a crescendo of flavor with this. Oh, and I mean, yeah. I'm proud of us guys. We're, you know, you know, 45 minutes into this, I think. And we haven't talked about, we haven't said the crescendo of flavor yet. So. But, but, but I'll say this. I mean, we, I don't know if you want to talk about the better thirds or hold Power off on that. Sense. I don't no, know if you want to talk yeah. about the better thirds or hold off on that, but I have some thoughts on that. Yeah, we'll let's, hold off, let's on hold that. off on that. Okay, I want to, yeah. 
when we come back on the final third and we give our conclusions, I want to address the complexity thing because I, I, I know exactly what you're saying, Bear, but I want to hold my thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I, I see what Bear is saying on that too. Me too. Yeah. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and we're going to finish the final third and we'll come back to give you our conclusions and our impressions of the final third. See you in a second. And welcome back again for the final third of roundtable number nine. We are smoking the La Rarona Robusto uh, from Adventura. I'm here with Will Cooper, Aaron Nielsen, and of course, Ben Lee. Uh, we're here for, again, uh, our ninth roundtable. We're finishing up the La Rarona um, from Adventura, and we're going to get our final thoughts and impressions, and then we'll go into what everyone's anticipating, the scores and final thoughts. So, uh, Coop, um, I'm finally gonna, we're going to finally lead off with you here, man. I know yeah. uh, you're finally caught up to us. So, what what uh, what what are your thoughts on the final third though so far? Um, the cigar did take more of a turn for the wood in this final third, so I'm definitely getting more of the woody notes. The coffee, and I think it's again the woody notes have, have gone forward, not the cedar, but more of the classic woody notes I'm getting off of this, and the pepper. I'm getting much more of the pepper now on the retro, uh, and I'm getting it much more on the tongue. So there's definitely more pepper, but I'm still getting um, I'm still getting the coffee note, just like I said, some of the other flavors have eclipsed it. There's a cedar underlying to this. Um, and there's still some of that, I'm going to call it the mushroomy, umani thing going on in uh, um, the background. Uh, so I think it's, I, I don't think it's necessarily uh, uh, diminished those notes. I just think the woody notes and the pepper got a lot more pronounced in, in this third. Uh, for sure. And I, and I was mentioning before the break, the drawer opened up a bit on this cigar. Not loose by any means, not bad, but a little more uh, open, I think, on this final third. Eric, do you want to go next? Yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm with Coop. Um, largely unchanged, still the, the you know, as we talked about the cedar being the prominent, um, I still get that, that tanginess. It got a little bit more on the, I'll say muddled side, but that look, I think a lot of cigars get into that, that phase when you get towards the end of it. Um, the draw remained, I did get a bit of a strength kick towards the end. Um, so from a, a nicotine I, standpoint, yes it, def yes, it did. It went to medium to full for sure. For me, yeah. yeah, so a little bit more of the the nicotine. Um, I still get like that that coffee. Um, the dryness, the the finish is longer, and the dryness has gone a little is gone away. Um, for me, in this last bit, no crescendo, but no I think crescendo. the cigar remained. The cigar remained pretty consistent throughout. I thought um, with what we've kind of described in the first and second thirds, um, but overall. Uh, you know, pleasantly surprised with this again, with the price point um, for me, the, the burn kind of what Coop talked about, the burn slowed down, especially from after the, the first third, the burn really slowed down. So for me, you know, smoking a Robusto in about an hour, a little over is a, uh, is a good thing because you get more value out of, out of the yeah. cigar. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I got. So largely unchanged, but uh, just kind of going off of what I said where it kind of morphed into well there is some muddleness with the flavors there's no question about it um i've had cigars muddle a lot worse than this uh absolutely, absolutely. Uh, i'm still not i'm not ready to put this down by any means but i can see I where it's, it's getting fingers yeah 
Uh, still very firm too. This cigar in the final third. It is. It's a pretty hefty pack. Yeah. Bear, what about you? What are you getting on the final third? Um, for me, it this. I mean, this as it kind of went to the final third. Uh, it kind of t- it took a it took a really um uninteresting turn, unfortunately for me. Um, really, like you said, very wood forward. I'm getting that, but also this really um just dank earthiness uh that's just kind of kind of it's almost like suffocating the other the other flavors so the lacking in complexity is completely gone because it's just kind of covered up by this mound of earth unfortunately for me uh and as i'm wrapping up the cigar there's a real uh there's a real acrid note to it it's getting a little hot uh, which i know we're just not no one's a fan of when that happens to a cigar um so it's getting uh, definitely no crescendo for me uh, at all. But uh, uh, there's still some really nice uh, notes on the retro hail for me. Uh, you're still getting some nice bites. It's obviously a much longer finish right now. Uh, the pepper is really uh, starting to take over the nose uh, quite a bit. Um, yep. But it's, like I said, it's um, it's just suffocated by this this earthiness that I'm getting on the mouthfeel. Ben, how about you? I'm I'm getting kind of a, a kind of a mix of all of y'all really. So I, it's definitely cedar forward. Still, n- nothing changed there. I'm actually getting a lot more pepper than I did in the in the second third. The yeah, sweetness, that's my, Go ahead. What would you say? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, and and to me, like I I want to reiterate, this is not to me. It's still not that normal pepperness we get out of normal normally out of Nicaragua tobacco. To yeah. me, it's like fresh cracked peppercorns. That's Great. what it is. Totally, but not on the retro. On the tongue, I'm getting that. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I get a hint of sweetness, but it's just a hint. Hint. Yeah. It just lets you know that it's there, but it's not. It's not something that's. A, it's got any kind of. God, I wish I had right. that. God, well, I wish I was getting some of that sweetness y'all are talking about. So yeah, I get a little bit of that, and I get a lot. I get a lot more of the coffee bitterness too on the back end. And when I retroheld this cigar, I'm getting, I still get the cedar and the black pepper. I'm actually getting more black pepper on the retroheld right now than I did in the second third as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what I get on the retroheld now too is that kind of danky earthiness that Bear's talking about, which I don't really get on the palate when I'm smoking it. I'm only getting it when I retroheld, which is weird to me. But Still, overall, I mean, uh, this is where I'm at. I don't use this smoke mine down to this, but I'm still trying to puff on this. I could barely hold on to it, but I'm still kind of enjoying it. And I kind of want to go off of what Bear brought up in the last segment about the complexity of the cigar. I, too, like a really complex cigar. I, I like the, the nuances, how it, it changes constantly, you know, throughout the cigar. But for me, I could also appreciate a cigar that's less complex. I was going to say simplistic, but this it's not really the right word, right? Right. And it kind of brings me back to this story. I, I think Will was on this trip. Um, we were at Drew Estate doing for Cigar Safari, and Jonathan Drew had brought on the bus where we were traveling in this bundle of cigars. And it just had a basic band on it with like a code on it, you know, like they, yep. they do their, they do like their, their tasting and stuff. 
and I remember he handed out a few of them, and it was a couple of people with us on that on there, and they were like, "Oh, it's you know, it's not that good. It's not, it's not. There's no complexity to it and all that." And that was the biggest difference because it's, it's real simple. There's no some complexity. And he he asked me, "It's like, well, Ben, what do you think?" I said, "It's not complex at all, but I kind of don't care because this cigar, the flavor of this cigar, I really, really like it. It, it was like a it." I can even remember. Yeah, I remember flavor. this. I remember this one now. Yeah, it, it it was like a a sweet nutty profile that just had a great flavor, almost hazelnutty, mixed in with some like little bit of baking spice. It was really freaking good, but it did not change from the beginning to the end. It stayed that way the entire way, and it, the notes didn't even kind of get like, oh, it's a little bit stronger here, and that get a little bit less. No, it didn't even do that. And I told him, I'm like, I I mean, yeah, it has no complexity, but I kind of don't mind on this cigar because I really enjoy the flavor that it has. So the flavor being the same throughout the whole thing, to me, is still satisfying because I really enjoy what the flavors I'm getting with it. So to me, it's almost like I, I, I prefer a complex cigar, like you were saying, Bear, but when, it, when there's one that's a little bit more simplistic, if I enjoy the flavors that I'm getting... I don't mind it if that makes any sense whatsoever. That's just kind of that's just a, a thing for me. Like if if I like this this cigar didn't have that many notes, right? But but the little bit the, the notes the few notes that we're getting, I think they play well together so far. That enough that is is kept me interested all the way to the end to this end, and I'm still trying to puff on this little piece of cigar that I still have left. So even with it not being complex, that we all pretty much, I think we all agree, we all like that, prefer that. But so far, it's still a pleasant smoking experience on this cigar. So on that note, let's get into the scores. So, Will, what do you score this? Um, the one thing I'll just say, I think this cigar's got a little more complexity than you guys are saying. I have it. I actually assessed it at a medium plus. Because the, while the foundation flavors didn't change, the nuances changed enough for me to keep me interested. I agree it's not a high-complexity cigar by any means. But I think it's, it's, it's enough where it's going to get a point on my scoring with it. Um, I enjoyed this cigar. Uh, I didn't know if I was going to enjoy this cigar. Um, but I enjoyed it. Um, you want me to mention the best third at this point, too? Yes, please. Uh, I thought the second third is where this cigar shined, particularly around the midway point. This cigar really, really shined uh, right up until the end of the second third. Uh, it, it did it did lose something in the last third for sure, as we talked about with some of the overflowing flavors. But this cigar, it, it hit on all points for me um, to get the Cigar Coupe Standard of Excellence designation. And it's a 90. It's a solid 90 for me. Um, and uh, if I had to do a value rating, I'd probably say buy multiples of this. I'm not sure if I would go for the whole box of this. At $16. But I would say buy multiples with this. Uh, but it's everything. It, it hit everything that I needed to get a 90, which is, you know, as I said, standard of excellence in my book. That was nice. Great score, man. It's a good score. It, they did a great job with this cigar, by the way. Um, it lived up to the hype that you guys were hyping it. Um, I'm very much, and I really want to smoke this again, you know, in isolation to see how it goes. Um, maybe it goes higher, but I think it's going to stay at 90. Aaron, what would you score this cigar, and what was your favorite third? Yep. So I'll start with my favorite. I agree with Coop that I think the 
the transition from the first third to the second third really hit for me where I thought the cigar really shined. Now, one of the things that I will say, very similar to when we reviewed the fine and rare, I smoke at a different cadence when it's just myself. So I smoke quicker. I I, I mean, look, a Robusto's 50 minutes, 55 minutes, Toro a little over an hour. So I'm not like horking it down, but I, I have a tendency to smoke a little quicker. And with both the fine and rare and this one, which I, with this cigar I've had before, when I smoked it quicker, I enjoyed it more than I did when I slow smoked this, if you will, based on our doing the round table tonight. So um, going off of my past experiences and, and this, I also am going to give it a 90. Um, I really like when I had this cigar the first time, I was really pleasantly surprised. So obviously right away got the box. No surprise to anybody. But um, for me, I would recommend this cigar to people. However, I probably wouldn't recommend getting a box because of the price point. I think it's it, it's too expensive for what it is, especially in the size it comes in, right? It's a Robusto. It's, say, 16 bucks, 1650 But it's enjoyable. I would say, you know, if you're at your local B&M or whoever carries it, definitely pick it up. But don't go a box. So nineties um, for me is a is a pretty good score. I, I have a tendency to rate a little higher than you guys, but I, I really like the cigar. I, I like some of the complexities to it, and uh, we'll definitely be smoking it again. That's that sounds good too. Yeah, bear. Yep, I agree. What do you, what did you give a bear? What's your favorite third? What was your favorite third, Aaron? Uh, kind of the from the between the first and second, kind of that right that point. So it yeah, it's funny you said plus. <laughs> yeah, it's for it's funny you say that. So like the first couple of puffs in um it, it really didn't do much for me other than just kind of introduction to the smoke. But like from the middle of the first third through the middle of the second third, yeah, yeah, was was kind of my was kind of my most enjoyable point of the cigar. Uh I lit up another one, so just for anyway, I finished I finished it and everything. Um, but for me, like I I, I think this was a tale of two thirds on the cigar. You know, the first and second third, I think, were the winners. Uh, for me, uh, the last third of it, um, the cigar really just went downhill for me from an enjoyment perspective. Um, it, the the just mouth of of dirt that I was getting that was just kind of uh, uh, suffocating all the other nuances and complexities too, which wasn't much to begin with. Again, to Ben's point earlier, I I, I enjoyed the non complexity of it. You know, it you know you don't I, I enjoy complex cigars. I would prefer a complex cigar. Doesn't mean I can't enjoy a non complex cigar. And I did enjoy this for the for the first two thirds. Uh, uh, very well. Um, but this is, you know, we are rating the entire, um, we are rating the entire, uh, cigar experience and everything. So I will say that it did, uh, it obviously affected the the scoring for me too. Um, like Aaron, uh, I don't necessarily recommend going out and getting the box, even though I did, um, just because of the hefty investment that it is, it's, you know, uh, it's only 10 cigars. So you're not, you're not breaking the bank necessarily. If you do invest in the whole thing, even at the price point that it's at, you know, you're looking at 160, 170 bucks, depending on where you purchase it from. Um, so it's not, it's not awful uh, in that sense, but um, uh, in terms of investment into it. Uh, but for me, uh, the last third just really brought the score down considerably. And so uh, for me, this is an 88. That's still, still a good a score bad, for you, Yeah, 
for you, that's a, a bad score. Good, that's a good score for you. You you tend to be the toughest scorer. Um, you're a very tough scorer. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 smoking another one, not because I'm bored. I mean, I could have easily grabbed something else. <laughs> yeah. I have other yeah. I have other cigars here that I could smoke if I really wanted to. And yeah. no, I wanted to I wanted to light it up again because, like I said, the first and second third were really enjoyable. So. Um, so I'm, I'm smoking, I'm smoking another one and, uh, I'm, uh, the, the aging nerd inside of me is, is really eager to see what age does on the remaining. Oh yeah. I was actually thinking about that too. So I'm, I'm going to, I think it'll do well. I think it'll do well. I think, you know what? And, and part of what I would have gone higher, what did turn me off about this guy and look, 90 is a good score. And we talked about this, um, that tanginess, that, that coffee piece that we've talked about. I'd like to see that mellow out a little bit. To, to me, that was a little bit of just distract, distraction, a detractor of my score. I think if you sat on this for a little while, I think that would mellow out. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that the ageability of this cigar is pretty high. I mean, sometimes you just smoke a cigar and you know this will age well. And I think this will age well. It's one of those cigars that will just do that. And so for yeah, me, I have high expectation for it. Yeah, I do too. I, I I'm I'm gonna do the same as y'all. Probably, I still probably have one or two more over the next month or so, but I'll probably not touch the rest for six months to a year and see what happens. But for me, <clears throat> we talked about it. it's it's not an overly complex cigar. Coos right, the flavors were the same, like the same flavors, but they did kind of come and go, you know, to give it give it some you know interesting value to it um <clears throat> i enjoyed I, I really enjoyed like the the cedar the black the fresh cracked black pepper the coffee notes the hint of sweetness you know the umaminess we got out of it and even sometimes i kind of enjoyed the tanginess that was in there a little bit yep. you know but i'm kind of with aaron though that the, the to me the tanginess was a just a tad too much so I'm thinking that will mellow out with some age. So I, that's kind of why I'm not really digging it too much on that one. Um, I was I'm my, I was thinking I was going to give it a 90 as well. I think it's a really good cigar. This is, but to me, anything over 12 bucks, I can't recommend a box purchase. Yeah. Just because of the price point, right? It's a really good cigar. I definitely think people need to go try this cigar. A hundred percent, and if you like it, then buy the box for sure. I, like you know, Bear was saying, it's just a ten count box, so it makes it approachable even at sixteen bucks. It's, it's still not crazy expensive, but and I will say that like I bought mine from Jay Davis from Blue Smoke, and so if you need a box, you know, I'm assuming he still has some more, but uh, go there and, and uh, pick them up. But I really enjoyed it. And it's for me, the second third was also my favorite just because it, it, it seemed to have had all the flavors kind of came together and it, it they kind of like, I don't know, they, they mesh well together the best in the second third for me, the retro hell was kind of as kind of a standard retro hell for me. Um, but, and I thought the body got more as it, as it burned down too so overall i think it was a really good cigar and i think it's definitely one that you should check out I, there's no doubt about it it's a quality stick 
and I actually think it actually really slots in well with with the rest of their cigar lines, you know. So it's it, I think it's a really good release from them, uh, one to check out for sure. So I think you know it's it's something that's it, it was pretty impressive. Well, I and I think it. too one thing that we all talked about, but to reiterate from a scoring standpoint too, I mean we all had great draws and great burns, right? I mean I know could be a little bit of flowering going on there, but I mean overall, I mean the construction of this cigar, the fact that we all three. Know, four of us, you, you three, also had the same experience. I think it goes a long way to the value, right? I mean, you're you're not getting something that burning wonky, and you get you know low smoke output, all that kind of stuff. So, I think that's a plus for the Aventura team that put this together. Yeah, this is, it's a quality smoke. Definitely uh, search it out because you'll be rewarded. I think. So uh, that'll do it for our YouTube one. So please like, comment, and subscribe. And if you have any suggestions for stuff you want to see in the round table, like always, put it in the comments and uh, we'll see if we can't slot it in. Yep. So uh, on that note, we're uh, done with the feed. So uh, we'll see you next time.